<laughs> you get all three of us today. It's been a minute. It's been, yeah, it's been a little bit since it was all three of us. So we decided to be extra chaotic because none of us actually want to do any work right now. So I've just been Googling our topic of today and shouting, it's just so stupid at Paige Can confirm. with no context. Not that Paige is stupid, the stuff I'm, you know. <laughs> well, maybe both. That it wasn't why I was shouting. I was just thinking it quietly. Oh, the truth is revealed. Oh. Wow. Um, we're 30 seconds in and it's already getting like, I haven't been in ED long enough to be good at conflict resolution. So can you guys just give this amount of page made the joke? I just continue. I yes. And that was an awful joke. I just yes. Anded them. That's awful. No. Yes. And I'm crying. I can't handle this stress. No. Yes. Anding. Just no. Yeah. Oh, just be the worst improvers ever. Um, welcome to Craft <laughs> My name is Becca. I use she, they pronouns. Uh, I'm Kelsey. I also use she, they pronouns. No, you know what? I'm switching <gasps> them. I'm switching them to they, she. I'm yes. they, she. Proud of you. I'm not getting my business cards reprinted though, because we've done this too many times. So. <laughs> is this an official change? Or is this so. just, ooh. well, so I changed it on my Instagram last night in the middle of the night. Love it. And was like, I just feel bold. Yeah. People are using lots of she's and I'm like, don't do that. So now we're gonna we're gonna they she. Nice. I love that. Uh, I'm Paige. I'm they them. I do really having fun's happening with your pronouns. No, not today. I do really enjoy the she days and the he days that everybody just like, forget about the second half. Right. That's, yeah. So this is my way of trying to transition the world into they them because I'm like, if I use they she, everybody's gonna forget the she anyways. So I mean, yeah, we'll see if I don't know the same thing happens the other way, or if they'll still insist on she. It'll always be she. Burn it, burn it, burn it all day. Um. So we, I don't even know how to start this. Um. <laughs> yeah, I came across. So there was this gays against groomers protest a little bit ago. I think it was over the weekend, and like some Nazis showed up. And then called the gays against groomers people groomers. And then they went, went like full shock Pikachu face. And it's like, well, yeah, what did you think? So we're going to kind of talk a little bit about that, but also kind of like a higher level thing about some terms that Kelsey doesn't know about and got really confused about when I was like, hey, do you want to come talk about this? Um, but yeah, like I kept finding all these things because whenever you look up, up this stuff, there's like actual media stuff being like, this is what these people are doing and like here's critics saying why it's harmful and then there's people who are further right than them who mm -hmm. also hate them but for different reasons so like I found like a focus on the family fucking article and it was like we like what they're doing because trans people are bad but also these fucking gays are bad too so we still hate you like <laughs> patronages they're like nice yeah. <laughs> you know Just letting it sink in yeah. <laughs> it's her goal because this was started by like Katie Mitchell yeah who's a lesbian and who is like engaged to a woman apparently named Sasha so sorry gonna, I've done yeah, a lot of we're research. gonna trigger yeah. warning for lots of yeah I'm also gonna put violence. yeah so we're gonna talk a lot about lateral violence today that's kind of gonna be the main overarching thing um there's I'm sure there will be more I will put them in the content or not the content description, the episode description. Mm -hmm. Content warnings in the episode description. Yeah. There you go. Which, if you're wondering, that is usually where I put them. Um, so yeah, if you're ever like, are there any big content warnings? That's usually where they are. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we're talking lateral violence. But it's like her goal is 
people will still hate her and I don't like is she trying to get away from that or like is she trying to be accepted right or is like like what is the goal is I guess what I'm yeah what is she aiming to achieve yeah accomplish like yeah what are you doing like what why I feel like if she just saw the Barbie movie, all of these issues would be solved. Would she, or would she do like fucking Ben Shapiro and make a 40 minute little tantrum video God. about it? Although I'm really loving people editing onto the Barbie poster, the like one star reviews from like upset man children. Yes. <laughs> or editing Ben Shapiro into like the Barbie box that like all the theaters has. Oh my God. Yeah. Now we're talking. Did you see, <laughs> did you see, um, completely unrelated, um, Malala Yousafzai went to the Barbie movie and posted yes. a picture in the box. It's like this Barbie has a Nobel Prize, and he's just Ken. Oh my god, I love it! Yeah, amazing. So we're talking about gays against groomers. How would you guys explain lateral violence to people? I have not heard the term until just now, so I don't. Oh, know. okay, really? <laughs> oh, um, okay. Uh, lateral violence is. Um, usually when somebody within the community, um, exudes or inflict, inflicts violence on somebody that's in the same community as them, normally what happens is one identity kind of trumps the other when people are exuding lateral violence. So a lot of times what you'll see is like, um, queer white people being violent towards like queer people of color yeah. right that's like, like a big thing for lateral violence and it's like within your own community so the co- community would be the queer like part, colorism right. is a really big example like okay. within like exactly. racialized identities yeah of like people with like you know lighter skin inflicting lateral violence on people with darker right yeah and it happens in the queer community too like we're seeing with um homosexuals yep against trans people yeah um the lgb without the t that's lateral violence. but even like it's so funny because as a v i'm like we're all pretty chill with trans people as a as, as a, a b <laughs> i'm also a bitch but <laughs> i wasn't gonna go chelsea's just gonna shrivel you know what it is the middle seat i am that turtle from master in disguise <laughs> like turtle sort of, yeah i'm just yeah. gonna you just have to like up your hoodie that's totally way hit. too old of a movie oh my god that movie okay okay Mas- masters of masters spread guide it got <laughs> yeah it got so panned but there was one extremely funny to my six-year-old mind um scene i actually don't know if i was six i think it was older than that probably but still elementary school but yeah the turtle yes got himself just fully as a turtle yes so good i turtle mode frequently my dream my dream is to be a turtle wouldn't that be nice you like you like carry the thing that you can just disappear into like in a reincarnation way or like in a that guy that spent twenty thousand. no i want to dress up as a collie listen it there's this episode of family guy because yes my guilty pleasure is family guy i know it's a very problematic show we all have i've talked about sunny in philadelphia they're problematic fate um my favorite part about family guy is there's this episode that talks about a claustrophobic turtle and it's just like he goes into a shell and he screams and he goes "Ah!" and it comes out and then he goes "Ah!" (laughs) (laughs) 
it's just really funny to me. Yeah. Oh, I, I do. I will say every time I'm really upset about something. And if I'm like, I can't deal with these emotions right now, like it's not the time. And I just kind of push it down. I just think of the bit where Lois is pushing down her anger at Peter. Yeah. And then there's just a little Peter voiced tumor in her brain going, I'm a tumor. I'm a tumor. <laughs> I'm a tumor. I'm a tumor. Yeah. That's what I think about every time I get angry, but don't deal with it. It's a really problematic show. Don't watch it. But also <laughs> if you grew up with it, I mean, because some, some shows it's like, just like address that it's problematic. You know what? It's not nearly as problematic as gays against groomers. <laughs> <laughs> to get back on top of good transition yeah so sort of the opposite of lateral violence and like this is an example that we've used in multiple trainings is like each identity also has its own privilege in different spheres Mm -hmm. um and like privilege is a super politicized thing that makes people get like their hackles up and get all defensive Mm -hmm. but basically it just means that you um like either get like some sort of societal like primacy because you belong to a certain group or you don't face certain barriers because you belong to a certain group that's it mm-hmm. it's all very complicated math of like pluses and minuses mm-hmm. like because like i look i'm able-bodied and white and university educated i'm also queer and a woman and neurodivergent and like sometimes those will trump others in certain mm-hmm. situations mm-hmm. um but like so kelsey and i have talked about in trainings being like if there's someone who comes in here and needs to talk through some internalized transphobia or is having some feelings about their kid coming out or something like I will handle those conversations so as not to put my trans colleagues in that like having to sort of defend their existence and also because if you're talking to someone who's hateful they aren't going to listen to the demographic that they're hateful towards Mm -hmm. and then you also had a really good example about like biphobia in the lesbian community oh yeah because um yeah a lot of lesbians talk about how bi people aren't like they're not members of the queer community or like there's a lot of you're not bi if you're dating a man like not bi or you're not yeah or you're not queer enough i'm sure you probably face that right because you date a cross gender yeah and you're you're a cross gender so yeah yeah so like you're not not. that i'm sure you have a lot of that where people are like you're not queer enough i mean like if you didn't have a shaved head people would probably accuse you of not being queer enough in a lot of ways (laughs) i would be accused of not being queer at all probably yeah it would be like totally offense straight god damn it yeah breeders yeah well and it's even like something (laughs) that breeders yes no (laughs) not um but like it it comes up even like in family conversations sometimes like with with the family members who do know that I'm pan yeah. uh if I am dating a man or somebody who is uh like masculine presenting mm-hmm. it's like oh well I thought you were this it's like well yes and this includes that yeah. um keep them on their toes yeah. I, I just I just keep them guessing yeah. uh but yeah just yeah. like yeah it's It's easier like i am we we steph and i talk about all the time how we're one of the palatable couples because we are like both female presenting and we are we're easy yeah because we're gay you know yeah they're just it's just lesbians yeah we've we've kind of gotten used to lesbians yeah that's really easy for people yeah but like bi and pan people yeah so that's where i sometimes i make lots of jokes I mean, I made lots more jokes before when it was just Becca that was working here because now I'm outnumbered <laughs> by people that date across genders. But I, 
used to make a lot of like real like off-color jokes about like oh well it's fine because you're just bi but it's like if I was actually in a situation like in a queer situation like that's where I would that's my privilege I would have like I would expect myself to stand up for both of you if you were both like if these are those jokes you make to your friends versus versus like you know actually allowing oppression to happen in real life and that's the thing so like if we were at like a queer space and somebody were to say that you're not queer enough because you're there with a partner that is a little bit more masculine presenting that's where like somebody like me who is in a easy queer relationship would step in and be like yeah you know bi people are just as queer as everybody else Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. the same with people of color like we as white queers we will step in like i don't know how many videos i have on my phone of cops harassing friggin indigenous people right God, just because so because that's what my job is my job is as a white person to go and to get my phone out and to film and to prepare to just be there and i'm gonna tell you how many times so many times you will see somebody get their phone out or somebody that's white intervene and then the whole situation just disappears and it's the, so interesting how that happens that yeah. happens is so and, like like especially yeah. so as like you know obviously you're not a woman but people mm-hmm. mistake yeah. um but like as a white yeah <laughs> as a white like femme presenting well, person one massive point of privilege and one that's been used against people of color for fucking all of like colonization and all that is that like white femininity is um like pure and in need of protection mm-hmm. so like I always use this example, like, if I straight up started a fight in public with someone who um, was not white, I would be the presumed victim. Yeah. Um, But then at the same time, I've been walking downtown, like, with a partner and had a white man shout um, about us being dykes. And this cop just, like, laughed because in that privilege little calculation, it was a person with more privilege shouting at me yep Ooh, there's somebody here we gotta pause anyway everyone's so we get nice little interruptions i didn't know what we were talking about um using privilege what? how even members of the community have privilege yeah. um to use and everybody can be doing the work instead yeah. of tearing down members of their own community in an attempt to be i don't even know if it's accepted because everybody still hates them. right like what is it's just goal? now they're hated from both sides what is like what is the outcome and the other thing too that like and i read this i don't know how long ago but like every time the topic of privilege comes up it just like resonates mm-hmm. in my head but like if you don't understand the privilege that somebody is talking about it means that you don't experience it mm-hmm. let's i heard a good one grants the privilege mm-hmm. <laughs> privilege is learning about things like racism and transphobia and not experiencing not experience. yeah absolutely mm-hmm. yeah um yeah I don't know you were gonna say something okay well I don't know how to segue into this but the other thing is that like a lot of these groups kind of put forward that they're grassroots and this is one of those terms that Kelsey just learned is astroturfing because <laughs> <laughs> nice. it's that shit that you put on the ground you yeah know? because it's fake grass like that's where astroturfing comes from. astroturf but it's basically like because I saw one suspicion that these people are um funded by like the heritage foundation or fund i can't remember but it's like this you know reagan type like right wing um like think tank basically oh or like yeah they fund other right wing things but 
so basically it's like people who pretend to be grassroots but actually have like a million dollar budget or like Mm -hmm. so what does grassroots mean so grassroots is like us it's you know like a dad started this for his kid and they paid all this money out of pocket and now members of the community have taken it on and we give a fucking whole bunch of volunteer time to this outside of our paid hours like it's i was almost gonna say bootstraps i stopped myself because that's bullshit yeah um and not a real thing but, but it's like, like it's yeah. it's the community started like very you know starts off very small mm-hmm. like has to work right it's not the like gets a million dollars right out the door yeah yeah interesting so out loud is grassroots sure are bud we're not astroturfs <gasps> does anybody see the opportunity okay <laughs> so that's what we're calling the episode uh. <laughs> okay thanks kelsey this is why we bring you on um <laughs> oh just earn my ed behavior of the week <laughs> that joke wow oh my god I'm crying it was so good but yeah so it's it's this kind of like it's this faux because people like grassroots movements right yeah. They're like, oh, they're plucky, they're community-led, like, look at these people working so hard. Um, and so people put on that fake grass, and they're like, we're grassroots too. Don't look at our millions of dollars. Right. And then that, in so many ways, damages so many aspects of the community, because that would take away money from places like us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It would take away opportunities. Um, it would take away, like, even just be, like, being able to call yourself a grassroots organization, I would say is probably a privilege in some way, right? Because like you really? have the grass to root the organ. I don't know. That. <laughs> um, so like, but like, you know what I mean? Like you have well, a way to start. means there's been a lot of volunteers who've put in their, you know, blood, sweat and tears. There's yeah. So like there's a reason, right. but so like all of these places that say they're grassroots that aren't are kind of like taking away the. Well, and so that's the point is that they're trying to pretend to be real grass. Um, and instead they, you know, give female soccer players really bad you know burns on their knees i don't know which is yeah like i just can't <laughs> interesting um yeah but it's also like a lot of the astroturf organizations tend to be very like i mean some of them aren't even performative like some of them don't even get that far mm-hmm. right like it's you know like big corporations pretending to do environmental work to cover up the fact that they you know are secretly oil and gas in the background yeah yeah right so they can be like oh we work with this don't look at the man behind the curtain yeah but yeah it it feels like the type of people who support this stuff it's like performative inclusion is the goal yeah of like we just want to be there we want to be able to get married and have the picket fence but we don't want to actually deconstruct anything and that's where we get into like the is it gay or is it queer it's so free and damaging like i wish that like sometimes i wish that we could do episodes that we could force everybody to listen to you know what i mean because it's like if we think about it like it just goes so in line like over the weekend we had somebody pop up and just make a couple comments on our a couple of our posts yeah accusing us of being pedophiles and like i mean you might think oh whatever it's like a delete whatever but it's like yeah being three people four people in an organization you know like getting weekly comments about how we're pedophiles it's like 
Well, I have or like tired constant. Yeah, I I have a folder yeah. in my work phone designated to up. the hateful comments that I yeah. delete that I screenshot before deleting them. And yeah. there's so many places that say that they're like a grassroots organizations, and those are the ones like it's like if you're faking that if you're saying that and you actually aren't you have people behind the scenes that can handle this stuff right and you're not usually it's not the same people handling the social media and running the programming but like those of us who actually are grassroots organizations it's like you just called a group of people that are literally responsible for keeping i'll say at least one youth alive um at at a given time at any given time um you just call this all pedophiles and that's like cute well and get dick initially like when i first started like handling a lot of the social media i was like oh yeah like i'll just screenshot them whatever no big deal but it literally got to the point where i like i made the fo- uh, the folder yep. in my phone so that when i'm scrolling through like the wholesome pictures i have on my work phone of like the kids enjoying stuff yep. and like staff pictures and like that kind of stuff mm-hmm. i like scrolling through that when i get the hate comments cuz it's like okay well that's bullshit but look at how happy everybody here is totally so i had to separate them because i was like well yeah. I don't want this bullshit coming up in like the the memories that like make me smile you know totally so I just I had to separate it because it which also happens so freaking much it's like where do you draw the line though too it's really interesting because a lot of these people it's trans people that are groups right Mm -hmm. but I get called a pedophile too and I'm cis Mm -hmm. which is so I'm like I'm like, where do you draw your line? Oh, wait, there isn't a line because everybody hates you. They're not going to accept you yeah. just because you take on part of their ideology. They're like, okay, good work, pat on the head. Now we're going to still oppress you. Like, it's all the people that, again, are shocked when, like, they're trying to roll back adoption rights for same-sex parents or... Yeah, and it's wild because, like, the people that these were even in response to aren't even queer people, right? Like, these were, they were comments responding to people that had commented on our thing being like, thanks for supporting pedophiles. And the people that were responded to are parents that are just trying to, like, you know, keep their kids going. And, like, it's like, shut the fuck up. Well, it's, it's, yeah, it's, oh, you know, that's where, like, I think they don't seem super clear on what they're actually trying to accomplish. What are, if you are trying to attack somebody, like, I have a public Instagram account, my friends, like, you know. Don't tell them that. We've already gotten hate mail. It's like, I would rather than, like, I would rather than hate mail come directly to me than to come to our organization. Because I can shut it down, right? Like, I, as a person, have more like me as an individual I have more power to shut something down than I do as like a big organization right because everybody's like oh freedom of speech and it's like shut so and so my my thing with that is like when it comes directly to me I think I've mentioned that in like a fight or flight mode I get very fighty yeah so like when it's coming directly to me I will rip you uh fully geared to fight it's really funny but when I'm dealing with that professionally yeah I obviously don't because who is that going to benefit and I mean even in my personal stuff who does that benefit whatever but like you know I I could go off much more than I do and like (laughs) the freedom of speech thing is so funny and we saw this during the convoy in Ottawa I think we've mentioned this um Canada doesn't have free speech yeah we have freedom of expression and we have hate speech laws so there are actually some things you can get arrested for saying uh (laughs) 
like they're pretty hard to enforce specifically because like to avoid censorship and stuff um but yeah people will be like oh free speech mm-hmm. and like so even in america where they do have like a free speech thing like that's that the government can't fuck you over it's not that there will be no consequences like you can still get fired mm-hmm. like people can still stop being your friend or disown you as a family member as like they should <laughs> freedom of speech doesn't mean you get to say whatever the fuck you want to whoever you want without any consequences no yeah it just means <laughs> that you can do it without legal re- it just means it means you can't get arrested for saying hey the president is a dipshit yes yeah like i could if i was american i could tweet like ronald reagan definitely had dementia in his first term and not get arrested and nothing would happen and nothing would happen a lot of reasons but primarily because of freedom of speech yeah (laughs) there should be an age limit on who can be the leader of the nation yeah and that's why there's that's why it's so easy for people to like slander yeah big political figures online that's why they can do that that's why i mean so like slander and defamation are a little different like but you can say fuck the government and they can't arrest you. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. This is not an Orwell book. Like <laughs> it's yeah, it's wild. It's becoming it's like, I don't know. Part of me is always like, oh, are we do we talk about this too much? But I really at this point I don't think it's something we can stop talking about well, because it just keeps yeah. going. It just it keeps just happening. Keeps... Like I keep I was thinking about it today. I'm like, oh well, I feel like we've talked about this a lot in little bits and pieces. Mm-hmm. But like it just keeps happening happening well and it's not like we're talking about the same thing every time like every time we're talking about it it's because something else has happened yeah i also really like the backpedaling of like so like some people who will be like really anti you know queer in whatever way who are members of the queer community will then see like rights being rolled back and they'll backpedal like even fucking caitlin jenner who is trans god he's a terrible fucking person but she's trans will be like, oh no, now trans kids need asylum. It's like, well, you know, these people you supported and this messaging that you spread yeah. are the reason that this is happening. Like, yeah. well, and even to take that stance after like saying things that she has about trans athletes. Yeah. Like, it's like, as a trans athlete. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's like, make it make sense because it fucking doesn't you know what though <laughs> that is just I like mean, scientifically it also does not make sense but yes and i feel yeah. like this is where like we talk about things like internalized homophobia and transphobia because yeah. so yes. many of these movements are created to make you hate yourself well i feel like that's also where some lateral violence stems from yeah. it's like some of it is self-preservation of like I'm going to keep my head above water by pushing myself up against this other person. And yeah. yes, they will drown, but at least I'll be able to breathe. Mm-hmm. Totally. Right. But there's also an internalized like, oh, well, you know, I'm gay and that's, that's okay. But these people and gender stuff, that's, that's mm-hmm. a bridge too far. You're one of the quotes I read was like, they redefined being human. And it's like, oh no. Yeah. Well, and like back <gasps> briefly back to like, the hateful social media comments and stuff like that that we get but like before when it was happening but I like hadn't been here as long so I wasn't as used to it you know like I wouldn't always keep my work phone super near me because I was like oh well I'm not working I don't need my work phone yeah but with how much it's increased and how prominent it's become I keep my work phone relatively accessible so that when they come up I can delete them as they come Mm -hmm. and it's constant monitoring and it's like 
it's yeah and it's like the freedom of speech thing has become like a really big talking point in the last I don't know decade probably more than that um because we've seen things like um I mean this is kind of taking to the extreme but like stochastic terrorism which and like scripted terrorism so like scripted is like a you know some big figure talks about oh this person's horrible and this thing should happen to them and then a follower goes and does it like it's the charles manson Mm -hmm. yeah right and then stochastic is people like trump or like right-wing figures um spreading hate about a group and talking about how dangerous they are and how they're coming for your children and then of course acts of violence are going to stem from that of course they are Mm -hmm. right because you have now planted the fear Mm -hmm. of this like moral panic because of course people want to protect children yeah right and that's why like that's the people exist (laughs) well but that's why the people like who kind of start these things have latched onto this it's not because they actually give a shit Mm -hmm. like we found that out from the number of people who get arrested for like you know having images on their phones who are part of these groups it's like oh okay interesting sir but like what do you need it's, to you don't need to protect your kids from me i don't even like your kids right but it's the moral argument like right because if they're doing all these things in the name of protecting children then they're faultless because that is the most like high-minded honorable thing you can be doing in our society is protecting children yeah right and these other people are endangering children right it's why if you can label someone a pedophile like people are fine joking about them dying horribly yeah mm-hmm. right and that's where this danger really comes in is because it's a deeply emotional argument and like a lot of people kind of on our side are trying to fight it with logic and that's never ever ever going to work never right nope. you can't combat emotion with logic especially nope. emotions that are that deep well, right especially also, if they're a parent right yeah. like and it doesn't like facilitate the ability to have any sort of successful conversation about it either yeah it's just immediate defensive yeah but like yeah, so the people who start these things are very, I mean, I was joking about how stupid all this is, but like, but really, though, some of it is very smart and very intentional in the way things have been framed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I have to add a tiny little nugget of just joy. It's I not love queer it. joy, but it's, I saw a TikTok last night that was so cute and it was this beautiful trans person. And it just popped up as I was scrolling and it was like trans people exist for the same reason that God made fruit, but not wine and wheat, but not bread. So humans could enjoy in the act of, or participate in the act of creation or something like that. And it was just like really wholesome. And it made my heart warm because I love wine and bread (laughs) and trans people. I love it. Three of your favorite things things in one TikTok. (laughs) <laughs> you know but it's true right because it's oh. like yeah you want to you want to get wonky about what god made like yeah show me show me jesus's pepsi machine <laughs> like yeah. but it's also like you know they talk about being made in god's image and god doesn't make mistakes unless you're trans <laughs> well but that's the thing right so it's one or the other right yeah. is either we are all made as we were meant to be and god doesn't make mistakes or yeah right so like you can't Mm -hmm. say god doesn't make mistakes we're all made as we're meant to be except trans people are wrong Mm -hmm. there's something wrong with them they were made wrong um but it's like i saw somebody compare it to like having glasses or needing some kind of like 
life-saving medication or mobility aids. It's like, are you going to tell me that I have to walk through life blind because God doesn't make mistakes Mm -hmm. or, you know, people on beta blockers that they can't take them because God doesn't make mistakes. And we're all as we are meant to be. Well, it's even like antidepressants, you know, like... Well, no, Paige, you just need to go outside. Yeah. Maybe do some <laughs> yoga, drink some more Big water. water. <laughs> you know what's really enraging, though? Work on your sleep hygiene. Yeah. Is that to a point, these things help. Is it's like, I'll get back into working out and eating healthily and sleeping well. And it's like, God damn, I do actually feel much better. Like, I'm still, Depressed you know, shit. it's still there. I'm yeah. still a dumpster fire. But it's but... like, God damn. Like, you know what, though? <laughs> they also help if you all if your brain works right yeah they have right yeah. like if you have the right chemicals in like producing in your brain so that yeah. you're like your serotonin dump and your endorphins dump in the right way when you're exercising then it works yeah if you're somebody like this guy and your chemicals are all fucking wonky yes if you're not taking antidepressants you could walk around the world 82 times and like you're gonna probably jump off of it at some point because like your brain does not work. And that was, yeah. I think that that was the biggest thing when I started taking like antidepressants that like my doctor told me, she was like, you are trying to go through life like everybody else does, but your brain does not work like everybody yeah, else's does, exactly. right? So it's these things, there are mistakes in the world. Mankind yeah. messes up. And if you don't believe that fucking God created trans people, then I don't believe in you. Well, and I'm- <laughs> And also, like, on the topic of trans people and medications and et cetera, uh, hormones are not only used for people who are right. trans. That's the thing. And there's so much Sur- misinformation. Is they're like, oh, they're, yeah. like, nobody's doing surgery on children. Nobody. Nobody's putting five-year-olds on hormones. There was, like, blockers. There was not there chemical was a comment, castration. Like, there was a comment about how we at out loud are like personally injecting five-year-olds with hormones and i was like guys i can't even give you aspirin yeah (laughs) like legally legally i can give you your epi pen or your rescue inhaler that's it yeah yeah how are we if you get a cut i can't even use like a topical cream other than like an alcohol wipe yeah yeah i can give it to you to, to you to put on yourself, yourself. yeah but... i can hand you the first aid kit but yeah. right but it's not like we have testosterone like... and syringes in our first aid kit oh you need some hormones here you go so not only scientifically does it not have but it's like yeah even legally practically yeah none of us i wouldn't are you, i again i don't even like your children i'm not injecting them well and like like, it's you know like it's not like we work the pro our biggest age group and this is what i wish people would know our biggest age group right now is 13 to 21 probably like we do serve juniors but what we do with with the littles is they it's basically like they get to come in and hang out with their friends they do crafts when we do like actual support work it's for people that are trying to come go in and become members of society and the other people are making it impossible our biggest yeah like like, one-on-one support stuff is like 18 19 20 year olds absolutely um yeah and it's dealing with the shit that everybody else is doing so when people are like oh organizations like out loud shouldn't exist when you say that you are funding us because yeah. the only reason we exist truly because the ages 18 year olds don't can't live their lives without discrimination if there was no discrimination 
we wouldn't even have an organization. We should add Paige's folder of photos to our grant application this year. <laughs> it's okay. The oh, Gazette has their own. God. I know. And like all the Gazette clippings. But like um, seriously though. Yeah. Yeah. But that is the thing. Like it if our kids could go out and just receive services from the rest, like the rest of the world did yeah. and not face discrimination and not be unsafe. And I mean, an unsafe in the way that they're like being demanded that people show them their genitals or like being well, that like one in Kelowna. Yeah. That's that what grandpa yes. that went up to a random little girl and like was like, you're trans. Yeah, well, like, and like, like, well, he was demanding to, yeah. to like, he was like, prove it. And that's the thing. It's like, if these things didn't exist, then organizations wouldn't, ex- like, out loud wouldn't exist because these kids would just be able to go to the YWCA. Yeah. Or the Y. Anywhere, right? Well, and- these kids could live their lives the way that people are meant to live their mm-hmm. lives. Is, like, what is so wrong with supporting youth in the capacity where the services and, fuck, not even the services, just the time that you're spending with them, acknowledging them mm-hmm. and, you know, reaffirming their identity is literally life-saving. But yeah. Paige, you see these people have a grade 10 understanding of biology uh, and never move past that. And I will discuss this with every single one of you motherfuckers. Yes. And, they think <laughs> that, and they think that it's only XX and XY and that sex and gender are the same thing. And then yeah. there's only two options because obviously nature loves binaries so much. Everything is always strictly by the book. It's, it's exactly very, very clean boxes. Like, you know, let's okay. We're getting so sassy. I know we are getting sassy. Sassy on let's, Monday. I have I have a specific theme for of queer joy, but it like we, we're doing starting early because I can we're gonna stretch it. Okay. So <laughs> queer joy and the reason of or in the way of like the, the little things that we've done recently as an agency that have made the biggest impact. Like, let's mm-hmm. talk about some of those like really yeah. tiny successes that we've seen that so that people can see and like that, like, even though you are fighting a lot to support these kids, you get a lot of success out of it. So like, we're tired of hearing that we're groomers, but we've also all had those little tiny moments in the past few weeks which have reminded us why we're doing this. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think we should talk about that. Can I, we do that? Well, and yeah, I just took over your on that. No, I love it. And, and not to bring in the queer joy right now or no, anything. Yeah, but no. if if I were to say my queer joy, we're, let's do work queer joy. And then, because I'm then sure we'll get off topic and yeah, talk about our shit. Okay. So, and then at the end, we'll have the like regular yeah, queer joy. Okay. Work. Deal. Okay. So <laughs> my work queer joy is working with your kids and working with Mm -hmm. your youth and working with these young adults Mm -hmm. that I do this for that. Mm -hmm. I like growing up and this is something that I talk to my little brother all the time about, uh, but my little brother is trans as well. Um, And he has all like from day one, he has said that, you know, I have been one of his biggest supports, his biggest advocate. He could not have navigated the things that he did without like the support of his sibling. Um, and we were talking about it recently and I'm sure I've mentioned this before, but something that my brother says to me often when we talk is how happy he is that I'm in the role that I'm in Mm -hmm. because of how helpful and supportive I was for him. He thinks that by getting to do that for the number of youth that I now get, get to do that with Mm -hmm. is like, it's literally life-changing. Like I had a meeting with a client last week and in the past what like four or five months that I've been working with them it 
it has literally been a night and day shift. Mm -hmm. Like they are a new person now. They are Mm -hmm. different. They have grown and they've learned because they got that support and that, you know, like, Mm -hmm. Hey, I see you. Yeah. I recognize you. You are right. What you're going through is fucked up. So let me help you. Yeah. And just like, that's, that's why I do what I do. Yeah. Because I won't speak for y'all, but like. Well, no, like, honestly, (laughs) I'm I'm literally here for the money page. (laughs) No, not that. (laughs) Yeah. It's like that. I work hard for the money song. Um, Anyways. I work hard for little money. Yeah, yeah, I think like, and the reason that I want to talk about this is because like, there have been so many little things over the past little while that have like been so big, like, yeah, for example. And like, this is like, when we talk about this stuff, if you're listening to this podcast and you hear us talk about you, um, we love you. We would never name you, but like, these are all said like in with very endearing thoughts right like we really 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 love you (laughs) yeah but we did have a wonderful little human message us and like I don't know who the person is um but a wonderful human message us about a specific drag performer that they were worried we might hire for our show and we honestly like the second that the message kind of came through we were all like and eh, none of us even know who this performer they're is not, we they're would not never... part of the Edmonton scene no it's not our, our drag friends who are listening um, don't it's, yeah. it's an international performer um and they're a big performer they're very well known but this individual was just worried that we would bring them in and they are apparently some things have happened recently that have shown this person to possibly be transphobic and unsafe for our community we have never hired an international drag performer i don't think we i ever don't could. know that we ever could hire <laughs> one time with that hey, one time we got somebody from bc yeah that's pretty intense who and was a friend of mia's who's going to be here anyway yeah but <laughs> so but um Paige, i think you went back and forth with this individual maybe three or four times yeah. just sending messages being like oh that sounds really scary like i can understand we will make sure that we would never hire this person well and something that i also really made sure to do was to thank them for feeling comfortable yeah. to come and tell us and this isn't somebody that comes to our groups like i don't think i've never met this person i don't know that any of us would know the person outside of instagram yeah um but just was really really grateful that we had taken 30 seconds out of our day to just hear them and it's like, would we ever hire that person? Probably not. And this person probably knows that, but needed to be heard in that moment yeah. and felt so validated and so respected and just like, was like, thank you so much for hearing me, for understanding. Yeah. And it literally took, I remember afterwards we talked about it and we were like, wow, it's wild how if you just take a few minutes to listen to what these kids are trying to say to you, even if it's not relevant, it changes their whole little world. It does, like, Yeah. So yeah, those are the little things. Yeah. What's your little joy? I have kind of two. I love it. Um, because I can never just have one. So one is spending time because we've been doing like dropping and stuff. Um, is spending time with the kids and realizing the impact that you've had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like one of them referred to us as his mentors the other day. <laughs> um, like his um like guardians know like all of our names individually except for kelsey's they only know kelsey's nickname which is gunkle because he made some comment about oh yeah like i talk about like my mentors a lot right um which was very sweet or like kids like a lot of our kids have really amazing parents but there's some who like clearly have never been a priority 
um so getting to see them like just like overjoyed because they got a blanket from here or like um just because somebody cared enough to like we talked about this thing a couple weeks ago and then I followed up and asked them about it and they were like holy shit you remembered yeah so those kind of conversations are really great but also like it's like I help with programming but my day-to-day is mostly with adults Mm -hmm. right it's with parents and teachers and like doing education and stuff and I got to do a lot of that over the last little bit and have some really amazing conversations about how to support youth Mm -hmm. and like, um, you know, with like straight people who don't know anything about the community or like, I was joking about, I made a straight cishet man cry. Um, but like in an, I just had a huge epiphany way. Mm -hmm. Right. And so like just those little moments of feeling like you're making that difference. Mm -hmm. We also, I'm going to say this on here so he can't back out um one of the parents of our kids one of the parents of our kids has agreed to do drag for our halloween drag show as like a little guest um i'm doing the eyebrow thing so he knows has i've picked, been told yeah i don't even think oh, we're he all listens. on the same page uh, uh, has picked an amazing name i'm yeah i love it yeah but like it's just yeah we have some really involved amazing families like yeah. even outside of the kids like some of them like some of the p-flight parents their kids don't even come mm-hmm. to loud. like they yeah. haven't kind of convinced them yeah but they're here every month like the parents are yeah and yeah so we've kind of developed this really amazing little community and like we saw a lot of them like throughout the month at other events we did like at the Westlog painting a bunch yeah. of our parents were there um not like our parents like but parents of our kids yeah yeah the out loud parents yeah yeah um just like we talk about our kids we talk about our parents <laughs> yes exactly. and it's wild because these parents are healing us as well right as queer adults yeah. like we all i think we all have parental trauma as queer adults um so if you're not if you're a parent of queer kid and you are not giving them trauma great job um but yeah like it does it like these things really like they affect entire communities right like teachers and like some like i've talked to some like elementary teachers Mm -hmm. like i got to go into like a diversity club at an elementary school um and like they were so sweet they were grade like fours and fives because i think the grade sixes had a um field trip that day well and the other thing too that i find really nice and wholesome and stuff like that is you know when we're at events and our youth see us yes. and they go out of their way to come up and say hey to us like I was leaving the Katie's Pride event on Friday and like I had had a long day it was I was exhausted I just I was pissed off I was done Over and I, just, it. I was ready yeah. to be home I had my music in and I was just like on a path uh and some of our kids like I don't know how long it took them to catch up to me but like they came running up to me to give me a hug and say hey yeah. um I don't drive. I take the bus during the school year. It's pretty common for me to run into our kids on the bus. They like, and I don't even, I've never experienced such joy when somebody sees me that I experienced from the youth. Like nobody is ever as happy to see me as our kids are. And it's it's just like, it's really cute. And to like introduce us to their friends who don't come to out loud yet. Or like I had one, I remember this was last year's pride but one came running up with a bouquet of flowers that was like, my friend just asked me to be his boyfriend and gave me these flowers. Like, I was like, yeah. oh my God, it's so sweet. Well, yeah. and at Pride this year, yeah. my mom came by for a little bit just to, you know, yeah. check it out. And I was like walking her around the event and, you know, showing her different things and like introducing her to different people and all that kind of stuff. And we were just walking around the the uh, field and one of our juniors like came running up to me and just like, 
felt yeah. like they were gonna like jump into my arms they were yeah. so excited to see me as I'm walking around with my mom and like we said hey we chatted whatever they went back to their group uh and my mom was like that was that was so special and I was yeah. like oh that was just so and so and she yeah. was like yeah but like we're so excited to see you and I was like it's yeah, yeah. It's- <laughs> and it's just like it's it's so wholesome and like mm-hmm. We talk a lot about like safe adults and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And so like to be reassured as often as we are that we are those people for our youth is mm-hmm. just like it stops and make you makes you think, but also you're like I'm so damn like I'm one. grateful. Yeah. Um is also at Pride is I ran into one of our kids that I had not seen in about a year, probably. Um, one of our teens and like you know been a little concerned about mm-hmm. um and like I didn't even notice them but all of a sudden I hear like back up and I turn and like it's them and they're like hey like you know and they're talking to me and they're here with their friend and like they're just doing good yeah like yeah that's why we're here because like we want to see your kids thrive yeah. you know yeah. like we want to you know use things that we've been through and and teach and learn and you know it's, like yeah it's very much like that there's another like god love trixie mattel there's another quote circulating by her that's basically like as queer people we don't we're our goal is not to turn your kids gay our goal is that if they are members of this community that they find community significantly faster than we did i like yeah i thought you were gonna say the other one because there's there's been two trixie mattel oh, yeah, that, going around yeah. there's the other one about like you know people who like don't even gay people or whatever trans people yeah. or in trans people and they were like well i'm real and god isn't yeah so <laughs> yeah the, yeah yeah so and that's the thing is yeah like we just want to make things better i think we all grew up like even depending it doesn't even matter what household you grew up in mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um i think we all grew up on the experiencing things as youth that we probably didn't need to mm. um and having like those really terrifying feelings of like self-loathing and like whatever that we didn't need to and we just we will not let that happen yeah to our kids you know like we I don't know they can hate themselves every other day but they won't when they're here yeah yeah you know me fully not realizing when I was being bullied yeah because everybody else knew I was queer and I didn't know and also I was autistic and didn't know that and yeah. so I could not tell that I was being bullied I was like that person's really weird so this is so funny (laughs) because there's Paige and I who are just very aware of how everybody acts and then there's Becca who was probably not depressed because she had no idea what was going on (laughs) (laughs) Becca was probably fine but that was because she was like oh no I yeah no therapy I found doesn't actually work for me I think just because I'm neurodivergent and like not actually like I've got some anxiety and stuff but like yeah like I've talked to Kelsey about missing going to the gym like we were saying about like how if it actually works for you and they're like why and I'm like okay but like you almost like just kill yourself during a workout and you're just laying there in a sweat angel but all the endorphins are like must be nice Becca it's great (laughs) (laughs) I got a piercing once used all my endorphins then never had them back no never had them again you're gone (laughs) yeah Actually, I yeah. feel like piercing endorphins are fun because tattoo ones, like, they wear off by the mm-hmm. time you're done the tattoo, but piercing is, like, it's just immediately done, and then you just get to ride the high for a little bit. You get two piercings. I know, but it's still, it's, like, a couple minutes, right? Oh. I love piercings. I like them when they're in, but I hate, like, the process of getting them done. Yeah. Don't put a thing through my face. But also do. 
<laughs> I will pay you to put. Listen, this is totally unrelated. If anybody has any tricks on how to get a septum, <laughs> uh -huh. I can't get the ball off of my I septum. You hear Kelsey? Hey, no, I actually I don't have long nails anymore, so I could probably. Have Kelsey, who is our boss, okay, can I keeps you? asking us to help them take their septum <laughs> ring out. Can I tell you that I actually shove our fingers up there? I didn't tell my fiance this, but I did try to cut it with wire cutters this weekend. Oh, damn it, Kelsey. Um, but so what I did instead was I scratched up the post and now it's scratching up the inside of my nose. Oh god, okay. I so. after this I will and to note, the only reason I didn't jump on it last week was because my nails were like that. quadruple the size they normally are. I appreciate are. that. But my nails are short. But it's really funny when your boss is like, Can you help me? take out my septum ring and you no. fully yeah my favorite it it's always you just have to be very specific it's is this a favor as my staff or as my friend yeah <laughs> yeah Kelsey will walk in and be like I need a friend favor yeah. <laughs> in this moment I am not your boss yeah we are just well, yeah. we always are but yeah. like, <laughs> please stick your finger up my nose <laughs> <laughs> i mean if i can drunk text you like, it's miss. true oh my god yeah page wrong this. wrong numbered yeah see it wasn't even a wrong number it was a wrong instagram yeah ad, which is like weird or which yeah i i don't know how that i have no we're still waiting to find out who page was trying to message that day <laughs> i got nothing Paige doesn't even know if you were missing a message from page please <laughs> let us know we will find it when I just get back to you. <laughs> Three to four yeah. business days. Oh my god. Yeah. Be kind <laughs> to yourselves. Is that what we're supposed to say? Well, I mean, do you have like your normal a normal I had one and now I can't remember what it is. Ooh. I have one. Do you? Okay. I okay, well, it's a little bit convoluted. A couple of weeks ago I was uh helping like tidy up after dropping and all that. And I saw that we had some puzzles. And I was very, very, very intrigued because oh, I have not seen a kid touch a puzzle in the almost year that I've been here. Um, and there was this one and it's like a tattoo flash piece puzzle. It's cool as shit. Um, so I took it home and I spent days working on it and then came to the realization that it was missing a ton of pieces. <laughs> uh, so I ordered a new one and it's been going very well. <laughs> and that's my food toy. I, I'm a puzzle person now. It's a little thing. We're going to have a little heart. Kelsey heart. just got really close again. So my queer joy is an extension of pages and I didn't realize till right now. So my queer joy is that I was cleaning the basement this weekend and I found all those puzzle pieces. <laughs> that was my puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god there was like i don't know there's gotta be like 10 missing or something so, like, a, yeah i found a handful of puzzle pieces under something where the puzzle was sitting that's so funny oh, oh my god actually, you know okay well you bring the, the gaze in full circle and i'll bring the puzzle okay. and then the kids can have their puzzle okay, great back. great well, and the thing is, like, do. the one that I took from here was, it's the exact same puzzle, but the one I took was 750 pieces, yeah. and the one I bought is 1,500 pieces. God damn it. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah. That's so funny. Oh, my God. That's And when I saw you posting that on your Instagram, I was like, I'm pretty sure I gave, I donated that puzzle to Outloud. Yeah. And then you were like, all the pieces are missing. And I was like, I know I donated. <laughs> and then this weekend, I was mine. cleaning. And, and I was cleaning and I found all these pieces right after you had posted that your new puzzle had come in and you had gotten. And I was like, oh my God. Oh, that's so this funny. This is so funny. Oh my God. 
everything comes full circle. I love it's like it. six degrees of separation. Oh my <laughs> with your queer joy, <laughs> just Pages puzzle. It doesn't have anything to do with Pages puzzle. Oh, damn it. Um, <laughs> but after nearly two years of living in my house, I used my office for the first time. Oh. I had an office set up, but I didn't want to use it because the closet doesn't have a door and it's where I have my shoes, right? So if I was on a video call, you would just see ugly closet. And so I just haven't been using it because I'm like that, apparently. Just well, So, okay. So I took the tapestry down that was in my bedroom and it's now covering, wow, the closet. And so I worked at my in my actual office this weekend which was quite nice because it's like really sunny and like lovely the most interesting uh, thing but now my bedroom wall is really bare which is an issue the most interesting thing about this is that you live alone so <laughs> no there's literally no barrier except for yourself yeah <laughs> for no it's yeah my brother and yeah. joke that for two deeply intelligent people we're really fucking stupid <laughs> I have a couple tapestries at my house that I'm not using. I will send you pictures. Her, I, yeah, because now my like either because now it's killing me that my bedroom wall is just empty. It's so bad. So bad. I don't have a single empty wall in my entire okay. apartment. Um, so I have some yeah. extras. I'll send you pictures. Maximalist. Yeah. So I, yeah, I would if I look if I had less debt and more disposable income, I too would buy dumb shit. Yeah. Instead, I just rely on Kelsey giving me little axolotls and tiny plastic babies and ducks and random shit. I mean, yeah, like where else do you get your serotonin if not from your boss giving you a little? Right. It's great. Um. Yeah, I have all kinds of fun shit now. But I was, yeah, I was super productive. I made like a giant fucking pot of potato cheddar stew or soup because I was like, oh, I love this. I'm gonna double the recipe. Not thinking how fucking much soup that would be. Um, I love that. Yeah, and then I made like I was like, you know, what'd be really good with this is homemade like little bannock biscuits. Cute. Yeah, I was like yeah. an actual fucking functional adult, and it scares me because I'm like, now I'm gonna crash. It's yeah. it's gotta happen. I'm like, there's yeah. gotta be balance in the universe, right? Yeah, but no, it was good. Yeah, nice. Yeah, oh, I love it. What a blast! I know. What an episode. What a journey, right? I'm. Oh. I don't know. I mean, we just well, did 20 minutes sugar. of queer joy. Damn. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I it's guess. It's lunchtime. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We're going to go have lunch. Be kind to yourself and others, and we'll see you when we see you. Adios. Bye. I don't know why I'm stealing Kelsey's finger guns. Bye.